situate this shit. Are you ready to rock and roll? I am ready to rock and roll. I'm excited to talk. Yes. Hi, I'm Kendall. I'm Celine. And this is Not, Not That, that serious. serious. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so We're excited good. to be here. Just for a little background context, um, and also fitting on the theme of our show here, mm-hmm. Celine and I went to middle school together. I met Celine in the eighth grade. Yup. First day of class when we had PE. Uh-oh. I don't know the story. Oh my God. Okay. So I remember it was like the first, it was either like the first day or the first week of class, right? We had PE and like, I don't remember what it was. I think you were wearing a SpongeBob shirt and that's why I came up and we were playing dodgeball and I came up to you and I was like, I like your shirt. And you're like, oh my God, thanks. I love SpongeBob. And I was like, I like her. She is nice. But really, SpongeBob, it's the beginning of many friendships. No, it has to be. And it's been a core value in our friendship ever since. Every Very time much. I come across a SpongeBob meme, it's, it's like going always straight to Celine. <laughs> it's, not, it's not getting across anybody else's phone before it gets to Celine's. I'm sorry. Fact, because I know that you'll understand the reference. Even <laughs> the most obscure. The most obscure. I feel like that's how we bonded. So that's yeah, the best one. That's so funny. I always like, I never have a... Sometimes it just depends person to person, but I always tend to forget, like, this was the first, I usually just remember the things that bonded us or the things that, like, got, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. So that's really interesting that you remember the very first time we spoke. I usually remember the first time I meet people. I'm really big on first impressions, so uh-huh. I tend to remember it, especially if they're, like, meaningful. Mm. And especially if that person's still in my life, so. Yeah. Celine's been around for a minute. So. Yep. We're going to talk about things that we wish we told younger us. Things that we could. If if younger us was in front of us, what would you say to her? Mm-hmm. That's the vibe we're on today. Yeah. Um, before we deep dive, because I feel like this episode is going to get a little bit more emotional. I don't want to say serious because this is not that it's serious. It's not that serious. But, but a emotional. Little bit. Just a little emotional. Um, so just like, you know, be prepared to feel everything. But before we do feel any other emotion let's feel anger what pissed you off on the internet this week oh what pissed me off on the internet this week okay actually i know what pissed me off this week on the internet yeah what's that it's tori lane's father <laughs> <laughs> he his ugly ass with his beard growing to like downward all the hair on his head I went can't. to his beard and grew down to hell i can't <laughs> rock nation rock you're nation. ruining my brother's reputation no the way that is crazy the craziest thing i saw was that someone i think even his father who also was not in his life up until that's what like i heard too a few years did ago. not even raise him yeah craziness so that's there's that craziness culture vultures out here but also that they said that he was a like a sacrificial lamb to keep like the black women of america happy and i was like y'all the reach like you are not here to get that. a herniated disc from reaching so hard Celine, my, my, my for the audio <laughs> listeners my mouth was agape i had not heard that what he was a sacrificial lamb that is what uh one of the rumors are now yeah like his uh dad trying to justify what is happening? He said, God never misses. Exactly why your son is in jail, sir. No, deadass. I'm just sitting here and I'm just kind of like, yo, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing to say about Tory Lane. About Tory Lane? <laughs> of all people, like literally, what has he done a for you? Sacrificial y'all? lamb is something crazy. But for Tory Lane's, it's even crazier. Anyway, that man is in jail. 
Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Enjoy your prison food, pal. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Moving on. Um, before so that's just me off the internet. No, that's <laughs> so valid because he's crazy. He's crazy. The whole family. The whole Ooh, family. Lock oh. him up. Oh, my God. I usually have a running list. I honestly, this is going to be controversial. Okay. I haven't seen anything that's pissed me off more than anything that's brought me joy this week. Uh, that's really great. <laughs> How is that controversial? Um, moving on. To, to to ease and segue our, our way into um our topic here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so like give me like a run okay wait you should actually educate the audience on your background slightly because i feel like that'll give a little bit more context into what you're about to say okay <laughs> um so i'm an aquarius <laughs> dead ass i'm a scorpio moon so before y'all say anything else, i know i'm a pisces moon like okay so i before we actually get into what i am yeah me and kendall are quite literally mirrors we have the same other. yeah yeah yeah. so her half birthday is my birthday mm-hmm. meaning that my birthday is her half birthday right, right. exactly six months apart february mm-hmm. 17th and august 17th she is a leo sun aquarius rising and i'm an aquarius sun leo rising and we both have water sign moons scorpio and pisces so what we're about to do is going to be complete like both ends of the spectrum Y'all really interesting get. but but very i feel like we're gonna have some similar answers here yes there's one in particular that i'm like you're gonna giggle because it's a very aquarius thing to say <laughs> but nonetheless yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i think that you're gonna giggle at some of the things i say i can't wait but I one of the wait. reasons i think that we decided to go a little bit more emotional a mm-hmm. little bit mm-hmm. is just you know like end of the year reflection and also because i um am finishing my last year of graduate school for clinical mental health counseling Woohoo! we you. love a smart bitch Thank you. I am crawling on my hands and knees to get to that finish line, girl. I know you're Get me that degree. (laughs) I want to be paid. But yeah, so I'm a therapist in training. Um, So naturally, my life for the past like year and a half has just been such, such heavy reflection and like Mm -hmm. lots of like work. This past semester, I took uh, family counseling for one of my courses. So I had to do a lot of like reflection on like the family system and Mm -hmm. dynamic and like my upbringing, which made me think of my younger self. I also happen to work with kids right now Mm -hmm. in one of my many jobs and um, I work with middle schoolers. Period. So So I think of I think of myself a lot. lot, Yeah. Especially some of those girls. I'm just like, dang, Uh. I really do see myself in you. And it's really cool to be that type of person for them. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, why don't I share my wisdom? Wow. Yeah. Just like a one at one go. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would say something, but y'all know who I am. Moving on. (laughs) Do you want to start? with your first life lesson okay y'all my first life lesson this one is okay a lot of these honestly i still try to tell myself now Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. so the first one is you don't have to mold yourself into what other people want in order to be loved by them damn starting off heavy (laughs) y'all but i think like especially with the leo aqua placements that i have like mm-hmm. especially with the leo one too is that like you always want to try to like you you can you're very adaptable right and yeah. i consider myself very adaptable and so i'm always like well you know like i can just like i have lots of different sides to me i can always just like i'll just show the one that i think would mesh well yeah. in this environment yeah but I think little Celine took that on a little bit too much and would like change herself for the environment hmm. and think that like, okay, well, if I acted a certain way or liked certain things and like this person would like me too. Yeah. But like you don't have to shape yourself into something else in order for that person to love you. Like they should just love you because you're you. Yeah. And maybe you have those qualities. Maybe you don't. Yeah. But like, yeah. 
just uh, stop stop putting stop performing all the time. Stop performing all the damn time. Funny enough, mine is a mirror of that. My, oh, the my, first one. My very first, first one. one. Okay. And I feel like it has to be said first is it's okay to be like other girls. That's so funny. And you know, like the whole like I'm not like other girls. I'm da da da. And I really did adapt that, yeah. like growing up and being like, yeah, I am unique. Like you all need to know, I'm different. I'm not like that bitch. I'm like this bitch. I I literally there was one point where I was like, mom, I don't want my room to be pink. I want it to be purple. Every girl's room is pink. I want purple. My I'm room is also purple. Yeah, yeah. It's like I have to be different. And I think now that I'm older, I look back and I'm like, but you liked pink. Like you know, you just were like forcing yourself to like do something else because you didn't want to be like everyone else. And Mm -hmm. I think the lesson there is like, you're not going to be like everyone else simply because you are you like no one is just like you. You're unique in your own regard. You don't have to force uniqueness. True. Cause you're unique. Just, just being yourself. Because there's just no one else. There's no one else. So very similar. It's like, love you for you because like, you know, you don't have to perform literally and similar. Like you don't have to perform at all, but you know, the world's a stage when you're a Leo. Hey. Yeah. Hello. And it's like not a performance if you're good at it. <laughs> you know. You know. You heard it here first. What the fuck do you want me to say? You know. No, but that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Just like embrace your authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. So embrace like authenticity. You can like pink and purple. You can. You can do half. She's a wearing wall. pink and purple right now, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about our little costumes. Well, because. Y'all know I like to theme the show or I like to wear costumes with the theme or mm-hmm. whatever. And obviously I'm going to get into it in a bit. But like I loved Bratz dolls growing up. So I have my Bratz t-shirt on. Love. I'm mm. on his. I'm in this uh, little um, thrifted uh, slip dress. Honestly, I like didn't really love wearing dresses and skirts when I was younger. Mm. I didn't, uh, especially skirts, but like, I don't know. I always thought like I had really thick thighs and I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, all things that were beauty standards before. Yeah. Yeah. Are no longer right now back like, around. So like now I'm like, okay. And I also have this little stuffed bear that has my name on it. It Bubba. says, it says Celine on it. And so I love him. I, I brought him with us. He's here. He's here. He's hanging. Hey. But yeah, so that's the vibe. Yeah, that's my the little vibe. Outfit, aka my brown outfit. Your brown. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before. Bra- yeah, you got a brown fit, a grout fit, a blout fit. <laughs> 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 Depending on the color, <laughs> you just add it in front. <laughs> that is fucking funny. <laughs> actually it was my sister the first time when i was traveling i was wearing like brown sweatpants and a brown shirt and she was like wow i love the brow fit and i was like (laughs) the who and so now and then i look and then like funny enough you know you say something and And you see it everywhere yeah and then like literally like the next day i saw someone saying like going out like shopping around my hometown my blout fit or something and she was wearing like an all black outfit and i was like yo Wow. That is so... I've never heard that before. That's Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> Please, Routfit. Y'all hear it here first. I'm you taking know. that and I'm pocketing it for later. Please. That's, that's amazing. Oh, that's so good. Okay, moving on. Yeah, what's <laughs> one next? What else you got? Okay, 
ironic okay these are actually kind of flowing well together mm. my next point is you look good don't let the white people fool you Ooh, emphasis on don't let the white this is so funny we have similar very similar events mm -hmm. yep yep okay so my backing for that one is that i think i genuinely didn't think i was attractive until i was like a senior in high school going into uh, college mm -hmm. like genuinely that was when i was like wait actually maybe i'm not like ugly yes yes very and similar timeline too for yeah because like when i was younger like I, I mean like me and Kendall grew up in a very like white. predominantly predominantly white like very upper white. middle like I'm talking like lacrosse bro bros the whole shebang mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. there was not a lot of people who looked like us and beauty standards did not perpetuate that no um and so like I just remember like never looking like any of my friends type thing and and them saying things of like know like they would just like make you know little comments or whatever mm -hmm. and I always saw like I always wanted to be like them like I hated that I would get so dark in the summertime and mm -hmm. things like that and the, my hair and my eyebrows and all this stuff um yeah very and then Arab a lot of features people, yeah I was such. gonna say I was like and a lot of people didn't even realize that you're Arab they thought that you were Hispanic people still do think I'm Hispanic <laughs> People, like, literally don't know what Arab people look like. No, not at all. People will ask me, like, what, like, ethnicity I am, and I'll say Arab, and they're like, are you sure? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean am I, I sure? What do you mean if I'm sure? Like, I I'm pretty sure. I've known my whole life. <laughs> this is what I've been told. I mean, I don't know. Unless my parents are lying to me, speaking Arabic. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who am I, right? <laughs> I don't know. But, like, yeah. And so, like, all of the things that were beauty standards when we were younger mm -hmm. were just not Real. how I looked like yes and then like I got older and then it was like wait actually like thick thighs are cute night like thick eyebrows are cute big hair is cute and people like, are paying for lip fillers and I naturally and had them and right like, yeah. and like all the things that people would bully me for and now like the things that people love mm -hmm. and like pay money to get so. yes a lot of it at that a lot and so you know I would just tell little Celine like you look good like you are beautiful mm -hmm. you don't have to look like everyone else and honestly that's what makes you stand out that's what makes you beautiful a other very integral a, part a very serious part of our childhood i mean very similarly m my other point would be like you are pretty not just pretty for a black girl yeah is something i heard more than you would think actually like in school is like oh i'd be like you know i feel really insecure today or like i don't feel like i'm pretty and i remember somebody being like you are pretty kindle like you're like one of the prettiest black girls in school and they genuinely meant that shit yeah like, like they, they didn't mean any harm by they it but genuinely meant that shit and it's like that's what you get like that's what you get kind of like um what is it like boxed into it's like okay like so long as I'm the prettiest black girl in school, right? Like, can I can I achieve that? Or like, you know, being even being compared to other black girls in the school because that's like the the like set of like pretty you yeah. can have. And then it, you know, of course, we grew up in that white area, so you know, I, I, my biggest thing was my hair. Like, yeah. it was it was a very serious deal to me to like have my hair done or like just have my hair period. And my hair was really short, and I remember being made fun of for my hair. And then there was like, I had big teeth. They called me squirrel teeth in school. Yeah. But I love my fucking teeth now. Like, I'm a baddie. And Slave. if I could go back and look at little me in the face, I'd be like, look. Now, even though you don't care that much about your appearance, we're going we gonna to touch on that later. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, but you're beautiful. The yassification is coming. The, <laughs> like, the yassification is coming. And you need to try to adopt it just a tad bit earlier. I'll get into that point later. But the point of the matter is, whether you yassify or not, you are gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And you're not just 
pretty for a black girl. You're pretty, period. End of story. Exactly. End of fucking story. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, sad, though. Like, there's so many, like, girls that grow up with that same, like, issue. Yeah. Very much. And I think, like, the kids that I work with now, like, they have a lot of representation Mm -hmm. because the kids I work with are mainly from Mexico. Really not beating the Hispanic allegations. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Allegations. But, um, yeah, like, they have a lot of representation, which is really cool. I just remember that, like, there was no Arab people. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, did you have, like, nobody? like None. None? You were the only fucking person in our entire school? Literally, aside from, like, there were a few girls that were um, Iranian, but, like. Right, right, right. And so, like, there was that kind of similarity. But But for whatever reason, like, they were always accepted more than I was. I'm not. I would argue that they were a little bit more white passing. That's probably why. I would argue that they were a little bit more white passing. Or at least, like, they were, like, a lot more prone to, like, assimilate mm-hmm. versus like acculturate and like the difference for that for the folks at home is like completely like rejecting your initial culture to embrace like a new culture and mm-hmm. then the other one is like a blending of the two cultures yes so i tried to go for a blending aspect and i think a lot of girls for a long time that were brown were just like well see you yeah i'm just gonna kind of like adopt these like white mentalities and i'm really mm-hmm. happy to see all of them kind of like going back to their cultural roots now i've seen a lot of that too and and even like just acknowledging that that's what they used to do as well yeah, yeah. but i think like i didn't really understand it because i also went to a, a private school that was like really diverse for there wasn't mm-hmm. any other arab kids there but like there wasn't that many kids there in general yeah so it was How, a really small school. you graduated like what 12 people at one point yeah like there was like literally less than that at one point there was like one eighth grader when i was in sixth grade there was like eight of us and there was one eighth grader four seventh graders what did they do it was they just hung out with the seventh graders really like they just had their classes together and then like he would get like different um he would get different like you know tests and stuff oh but like it was so small that like you didn't know that there was like a world of like the same out there Mm -hmm. and so then i went and i I went to public school eighth grade didn't know anybody and i was like who are you people it was massive culture shock yeah i I was like i have never been around this many white folks (laughs) because i grew up in smyrna before the gentrification so like Mm -hmm. i was used to being around folks that like were not all white White. all the time Mm -hmm. but then moving to east cobb oh that changed that That changed. changed that changed so i would tell little celine like just hold on tight girl you're good yeah you are good just, me- just get out of there <laughs> but then again but then again i live in chicago now mm-hmm. uh it is amazing like it is amazing you like it really i mean it is amazing but the part that's unamazing mm-hmm. is that every man still goes for white girls and I'm like, y'all, BFFR. Like, no hate to no wow. no hate to my my um my little white sisters. My white sisters out there, but uh, <laughs> it is it it does like I've recognized my inner child getting hurt anytime oh, totally, totally. anytime a melanated man will leave me for a white girl. That's just, like, like which happens a lot more common than you think. I have to just thank God, actually, that I've never seen with my own two eyes that happen with men that I fooled around with, the melanated men that I fooled around with. Atlanta men are at least, like, different in that regard, I will say. Mm-hmm. 
but Chicago, I don't know. Something about the Midwest, I guess. I, I, don't I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would destroy me. Yeah, it's really tough. <laughs> it's really tough. I've been, yeah, it happened in front of me type thing. <laughs> You're like, it takes you I'm, back. I'm, 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 I'm there in the bar now. Like, it's literally like that SpongeBob meme of Mr. Krabs where he's like, and then like, literally it's, like where am i please yeah that no. was what it was like can't be there sorry that sucks though for you real you need to cut it you need to cut it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you look good you look good that's very good okay um okay so kind of a little bit more email oh okay let's back get on it. that yeah, yeah, yeah um is number three you are always more loved than you feel but don't accept conditional love Mm. that one was a double one because i wanted to make that into a separate point but i was like i kind of feel like those two go together mm. so like for me i i still struggle with this but i always it's i think that like it stems from me being little so that's why i would want to tell her like you are more loved than you think that you are yeah because i was always around like people who showed love in like actions i guess but like not really in the ways that like i guess i wanted it at the time absolutely yeah 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 and um i wish i was like you know told it more or like had more of affection whatever it may be um but i think that that translated into like really bad romantic relationship ideals 100 percent. because i always thought that like people would love me if I could do some things for them. And then if I, the second I can't, they don't like me anymore, but that's very conditional and very transactional. Mm -hmm. And like, that's not the way that love and care is supposed to work. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to just be to, to exist. I like to think of love like mist in the air. It's always around us just like kissing our cheeks. But um, sometimes Aww. you can feel it a little bit more and sometimes it's a little bit dry. Mm -hmm. But it's like not something that you have to necessarily attain. It's just like ever present, like energy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, that's good. Yeah, that's a really good way of looking. I would never thought of it that way, like mist in the fucking air. That's beautiful. What Aww. the hell did you did you come up with that? Honestly, I did. Actually, I did come up with that one time. I was reading one of my old journals and I was writing like I wrote a letter to someone or something. I don't remember. And in that I wrote that like love is like mist in the air. I need to read what you read in. The I know, fuck? right? Where did that come from? That's I don't beautiful. Know. Pisces that's, moon. That's gorgeous. <laughs> oh, my God. Very like introspective. No, like. I'm going to sit on, I'm going to think on that one. Yeah. That's crazy. Maybe I'll write like my 10 commandments is going to be these. No, things. literally we have to write them down and hold them up. That's like, so, so again, I've like said it a thousand times. I feel like Celine's are going to be very introspective and beautifully thought out and poetic versus mine being very cut and dry and humorous rather, because I'd rather laugh about it than cry about it. Um, and piggybacking the mirrors, y'all get both <laughs> sides. <laughs> <laughs> if we were both giggling and goofing then like that would only be like you know half content if no we were both sitting here and crying that would also only be half half content, half content. we need we need a nice little balance here mm -hmm. so i'm trying to give that to y'all and Period. my thing is piggybacking off of that in a sense is i wrote down leave that boy alone so true leave him the fuck leave him alone. alone dude if, if you think alone. about double texting don't don't do it because you'll only feel bad we about it later worse, and they're still not going to respond and, and it's you're gonna not going to get the thing that you want to hear. No, because you know what I would do is I would I would um, I would send them texts that didn't have to do with our conversation at all just so I could triple text essentially and be like, yep. oh, shit, sorry, that was for so and so bitch. No, it wasn't. Mm, see, my thing was like I would send like a meme. I still do this. 
I'll like if they haven't responded to me in a while or something, I'll like send something like, yeah, like totally random uh-huh. that had actually nothing to do with what we were talking about. Uh-huh. It'd be like, here's a hey, remember me? And then, but and then like sometimes they'll respond to the other text and not the initial one, and then you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, well, now I'm just boo boo the damn fool no, because literally. I have to like respond to myself and be like, so anyway, circling back to this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> did you not see the meme? Okay, great. I thought it would just to divert your attention, but literally, like, leave him the fuck alone. He doesn't like you, and I'm not saying that to hurt your feelings, babe. And that's okay. I'm saying that to say, yeah, and that's okay. I'm saying it more so to just be like, there are better things to focus your attention on in situations. I think I've said it in the previous episode with Anna, but like we were talking, she was asked me, would I let my daughter essentially date at a young age? And I, well, I was just saying, I don't think any girl should date at a young age. Period. I think we should just focus on sports, hobbies, anything anything I so true so much time would have been saved like i didn't play a sport so like i just had all this time to to have imaginary you know what the sport i was playing track in my fucking head because i was chasing after niggas that didn't like me <laughs> that shit is embarrassing <laughs> like oh my running god laps in your mind running laps living rent free in my head and like when i could have just been focusing on like anything else i could have been learning how to edit i could have been fucking sewing my mom put me in sewing class i didn't even like sewing I could have been doing anything, but I was focusing on these men that did not like me. Men, boys, they were little boys. And like, at the end of the day, where are they now? Great. In your DMs? Most times, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most times, actually. I see y'all out there. The way that she looked All directly. Y'all that are, that did not want to give us a time of day back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now you want everything. The whole week, mama. My favorite part you ain't is. Getting it. My favorite, and we get it. Listen, and and you know, if you're lucky, you might get it. But anyway, it's like it's funny though because it's like, especially I don't know. I can't I can't ask you, but like being a content creator specifically, I'll have people that I went to school with, people that I that have curved me at one point, come back and be like, yeah, I listened to this episode and I really liked da 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 da. And I was like, that is so fucking funny. Block me right now, actually. Yeah. Don't fucking listen to this show. Stop stalking me. Fan behavior. Fan behavior. I literally, I love my fans though. Mm, kisses. BBL wave. BBL wave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, leave that boy alone. Period. Next. Okay, let's see what I have next. Um, I honestly feel like, yeah, okay, so on the idea of like leaving that boy alone would have saved you so much time. Yeah. I feel like one of the things I struggled with when I was younger was that when I was going through these boy problems, I couldn't talk to my parents about it. Obviously. Well, well, well. And so I had to, uh, I kept that shit mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. and I just like harbored it. Like I was like trying to like swallow everything. Glass. Yeah, yeah. very much. And so <laughs> um, I just always felt like I was like choking on my feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my other one would be feel the feels. Talk about your emotions and let people be there for you when you're feeling them. Mm. Because I'm sure you can relate to this. 100%. But when I feel very strongly, especially as someone who is a, like a helper, um, I don't know how to ask for help. And I don't know how to let people help me. Yeah, and I never yeah. have. And I remember it was actually like over Thanksgiving when I was with Stephanie mm-hmm. and she mentioned how like she was like, yeah, you know, when we were younger, like I, I don't know what happened, but like there was like this point where there was like a darkness inside of you. Wow. Wow. Could, first of all. And she was like, and I could see it, but I didn't really know, like you never talked about it. So I just like, didn't say anything. And I was like, damn. Well, first of all, first the fuck of all, first a darkness, of all, a darkness, bitch. Girl, I mean, she's not wrong. You should have said so. 
song, A Darkness is Crazy. I was like, A Darkness? A Darkness is Crazy, the thing Please. That was recently? She yeah, said that recently. Yeah, she mentioned that. And I was like, well, you know, I guess like middle school is when I started having like my first really? kind of like fucked up thoughts. I never like, yeah, I never really thought of myself in any negative light until then. And that's also when I started getting like involved with boys and like just like and just involved. And that's when I went to public school and I was like, I didn't feel like I had a safe space to share my emotions. So mm-hmm. I just harbored that. Mm-hmm. And it like weighs so much on you, especially on women, because you harbor your emotions in your body. And that's why we all have such fucked up backs and bodies. And hip pain. Do you have any hip pain? No. Well, that's good. But like, <laughs> I'm like thinking about it. And I'm like, do I? Like, it's just like common. Well, for anyone to like store, you know, whatever happens in your life that you don't like process, it just gets stored in your body because your body is like your soul's capsule. I right? hate this so much, bro. Oh <laughs> I'm sorry. I warned y'all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would just say feel the feels, especially also as an Aquarius. My thing is that I don't like to talk about my feelings unless I know how to articulate them. Mm-hmm. But like. That means that you always yes. have to astute like logic or reasoning to emotions. Yeah, they're the most illogical and irrational things. Emotions can't be right or wrong; they're just reactions. I'm so glad you said that because I really do like sit there and I'm, I always say like I don't know how to articulate this properly, and it's like and so I don't I say anything. Yes, and then it just like yes, or it's like it pa- and then I'm like oh, I'll just like wait until I find the words, and I never find the words. But then maybe if I do, I'm like, well, it's you know enough time has passed. Like it's I don't whatever. Need to say anything. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of tuck it away. But then like the next time that I have a feeling that's like really strong, I'm like, well, where is this coming from? All the times that I never talked about how I fucking felt. Yeah. Yeah. Is like, hey, what I remember me? Just crap, crap, creeping back up in here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, oof. this is almost like this is this is cathartic for me. I know I can't speak for the audience, but this is because I'm hearing things that I need to hear right I'm now. Glad. And I'm like, oh, that's tea, actually. Cause that's, that's all I've been saying recently is like, I'm not quite sure how to articulate this, but this is like kind of what I'm thinking right now. Maybe I'll come back with some more intellectual thoughts. And it's like, I'm constantly intellectualizing my emotions. Yeah. Like very Aquarius thing to do. TBH. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. <laughs> Cause I'm like, Hmm. Thinking, um, nobody wants to think. Okay. Unfortunately. And nobody wants to think. Um, head full many thoughts head full so many fucking thoughts um <laughs> this one's very specific to me obviously like things i would tell my younger self specifically but like i'm sure a lot of kids can relate so obviously when i was younger i used to play with brad's dolls love and i used to make like little films and oh my god yeah and it has now carried over into like my real life career where like all i do is make little little content pieces little films wearing little, little brad shirt with my little brad shirt and i think if i could go back and tell myself that anything i would go back and tell her hey don't put the dolls down in fact keep doing projects in fact finish them mm. in fact publish them mm. like do the thing that you wanted to do because i always i would play the brats dolls and then a while when i when it was popular there was a lot of videos on youtube with brats dolls um yeah like making films with them and things like that and i'm about to shout out somebody very specifically and if anybody's listening to the show and they know what I'm about to talk about and you have a link to what I'm about to say, you need to fucking DM it to me and I mean it. Angela Parks, if you find this podcast, I need you to email me. I am so serious. I grew up watching this show. It was a show on YouTube. It's called The Fabulous Life of Bratz. Okay. okay? This girl 
Angela Parks was her name. It's public information. Please don't come for me. She did the show, Fabulous Life of Bratz. And she took the Bratz dolls, and it was this whole show centered around, like, high school drama, but very specifically about this girl. Um, I want to say her name was Ashley, and I really can't remember because none of the episodes are available on YouTube. They are wiped they from— go? She wiped them, I think, because she started getting bullied. Like, people found out and linked it to her, and she got started getting bullied. She took it all down. How dare y'all? It is so annoying, like, how the digital footprint works because I'm like, yo, leave her alone. She was, like, what, 15, 16, like, making these videos with her little sister is what my Aww. understanding— and there was a girl and she was like crazy and she really wanted this boy Kobe and he wasn't dating her. He was dating Nikki and Ashley. She was crazy. So she there was like this whole series around her trying to kill Nikki. So she get Kobe. It was crazy. OK, Ooh. this show, shit was crazy. I it, was not. That was not on my it, bingo card. It was crazy. OK, it was crazy. It was good, though. Like it was good, especially because like how old was I? Like 10, 12, like very young. And. I remember just being like, yo, it, it was so good because, you know, you play with the dolls and a lot of people were lazy and they'd hold the dolls at the foot. She would, it was cinematic masterpiece because you couldn't see the hands, right? She was like puppeteering She that was shit. puppeteering the shit and then there would be, she would put the shots, like she would put the camera on the floor and there'd be these shots of like, you see the, the feet move and I'm like, yo, how'd she do that shit? And I remember like wow. watching it and being like, I want to do that. And I would make the same videos with my dolls. I would like try and copy like her like things and like put my own spin on them and I just feel like I wish if I go back and tell younger me anything, keep doing that. Make your projects because you don't know what it's going to turn into. And I wish that I published them. I wish that I did more. I, I did skits when I was in high school and I wrote these skits and there's one specifically. I wish I could put it online if I didn't use like extras and shit and like people in real life. But I did a skit about like Santa and like how tired he was of Christmas. And it was very funny. That's real. I wrote it in, at like 16. I wrote it. I helped film it. I produced it. And I was in high school. And I remember being in high school and being like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. I'm doing it. Funny enough. But it's just like, yo, don't stop doing that shit. And even if you think it's bad, keep going, keep going, keep going. Like, it does not matter. You'll look back on it and remember it's, it actually isn't that bad. Yeah. So much shit that I did that I'm like, that was really good. Right. I wish I had like a me. When I was like, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have any. I didn't have like, yep. an older sister. And like my older brother at the time was like in college, college. So it was like, you know, he was always very supportive. Everybody was very like, I guess, supportive. But I didn't have somebody like watching every single video and being like, yes, very good, Kindle, Because yeah. I need that. And sometimes like kids need that. Yes. They just need some more motivation. You need that validation as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And especially like, you know, one thing that and like at least in like the psych world that we try to do and talk, like talking about kids too is like telling them that like complimenting their effort rather than like their creation or their mm -hmm. ability so like instead of saying to a kid like oh good job you're so smart mm -hmm. being like oh good job you must have worked really hard at that yeah yeah so because yeah, yeah. like if it if it like is a ascribed to like a trait then they're like okay well i'm just not smart enough i'm not good enough mm -hmm. i'm not you know creative enough yes but if it's like oh like this doesn't turn out well like i just need to work more on it and then like it'll yeah. get there yeah that's really good actually i'm clocking that for when yeah. i speak to kids because i think my mission too from that experience is just like every time i see children especially creative kids i am so fucking like yes 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 very good don't stop don't stop do it again yeah like like, like don't stop we need you and so like yeah, yeah if i would tell little me to keep going and, and, and keep pursuing those creative efforts because they're important yeah. yeah ironically one of mine um also was to invest in my creative side i would tell mm. little celine that like i would shake her grab her by the shoulders yeah and be like 
do art, bitch. <laughs> because when I was younger, I was like, I so wanted to be like the perfect little good kid, right? And mm -hmm. I was, I'm really smart. I'm an academic, obviously. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm like one of the only people I know who's dumb enough to go to grad school. No, <laughs> please don't say that because so many kids I know go to grad school for acting. Mm. It's different, I guess. But I like mean, every grad program is different because it's so specific. Mm. But like, I will say, like, school is hard. School is hard. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was always really good at school. I was like, you know, I was good at tests, whatever. So I was like, I'll just stick to this. There were so many things that I was like, you know, acting or singing or um dancing i always wanted to do dance i always wanted to be in the place i always wanted to take singing classes i like thought those things were so cool and i always thought i was like kind of good but just not good enough mm -hmm. so i was like you know what let me stick to what i'm good at because yes. that's what my dad would tell me all the time really he'd be like stick to what you're good at which you don't think in the moment as bad advice yeah, like you, you hear that like, and you're okay, like yeah, yeah stick to what i'm good at i found something i'm good at. i'm just gonna stick to it forever but like <laughs> <laughs> But that's so limiting. Yeah. And now it like I literally like lived my whole life thinking I wasn't a creative person. And only mm -hmm. recent only literally in like the past year was I talking about it in one of my classes. And um my professor, like in one of my pro like my program was like, Celine, you're so creative. I'm just I mean, she was like, you're, you what do you mean? Hearing and you I talk like, about the mist, the love mist is crazy to me because I was like, oh, you, have a, you have an affinity for writing. You've always had kind I of an know, affinity yeah. for writing. Me and you both though. I'm talking about you right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Talking See, about there, you. There it is again. I'm talking about you right now. You were like very poetic. You're just Aww. a naturally very poetic person. Thank I wonder you. why, like, and we love Orion. We both love Orion Carlotta we did, a yeah. lot. Yeah, no, and you know what that trips me up is that we so could have been her. She just had the connections, but now she's like walking Gucci her Prada. star. Fuck Girl, it. please. I remember when you used to work out. <laughs> we were there. We were there. We yep, could have been us, American bro. Apparel in Lenox Mall. I remember. Wow. Orion, if you're listening to this, though, let's be besties. Orion or has noticed love, me. Whichever. Orion has interacted with me now on, on Beyonce's internet twice. Slay. Twice. So I hope she does see this. I hope so. Eventually. But, but yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I did. I used to love to write. I still <gasps> do write all the time, but not as much, maybe. Mm. And sometimes I wish I could have gone back and been like, no, like, go further with your writing. Absolutely. And, like, publish a little poetry book or something. Yes, yes, know. yes. Maybe I still will. Who knows? I mm -hmm. see publishing a book in my lifetime, so. I I honestly see it for you too, right? Yes, that and a TED talk. Stay tuned. T. I can't wait to see that. Actually, I know, right? It's gonna be like, I'm gonna be using the hand motions. <laughs> she said, "I'm gonna be using the hand motions." Don't play with me right now. Um, that's T. Okay. Funny enough, it's like I totally agreed, and then I also have to add this for me personally. Mm -hmm. And this is as far this is like communication, like a tip for younger me because I used to trip myself up with this. I have volatile emotions. Scorpio Moon. <laughs> Them shits are intense. They're very intense. I have volatile emotions, and a lot of the time I would act on impulse on mm -hmm. my emotion. Mm -hmm. If I could go back and tell little me anything, I'd be like, you know what, your emotions are valid, but like sit, sit down. down. <laughs> <laughs> chill girl don't send that text don't don't make that thing just shut up sit down sit in your room for like five minutes before you talk to anybody actually don't um, do it because i really would like i i wouldn't get myself in trouble at all it would just be more of like a you, you know i would save the double I, I didn't have to double text anybody i didn't mm -hmm. have to pop off at the lid you know it just calm down just calm because down. you can doesn't always mean that you should uh-huh 
Yeah. 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 And, but, you know, to be fair, um, mm. we don't know impulse control when we're younger. No. But that's why I would want to tell myself that and be like, girl, I know that you know you think you know what you're doing. You do not. No. Especially, like, as I get into, like, middle school and high school years, or really high school, even, like, well into, like, college, too, just being like, look, girl, yeah. I know you're mad. Like, I know you're fucking pissed. Like, and fair. Think, think about it, though. Think about what's actually, like, beneficial for you in this situation right and then act on that and not exactly like what you need to do right fucking now because what you need to do right now probably the best thing for you to do yeah 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 and it just kind of gets you into some more trouble and it's like you're never really helping anyone Mm -hmm. even not even yourself no it's like you fucking yourself over just sit down sit Sit down down. you know maybe that goes back to feeling the feels too is because like i always felt that like if the second I felt something I had to act on it like I was like okay I gotta do something to change it to get rid of it to make things better and if I if I sit here and do nothing then it's not gonna fix anything I wonder if sitting there and doing nothing maybe would have fixed something Mm -hmm. do you do you know your human design no that's tea actually what is it? Is that like the whole like ENF? No, no that's that's, that's something else. I don't know what the fuck that is. Human, What's your de- human design? design is like how we're literally designed as humans. I don't know enough. Interesting. I actually literally don't know enough. All I know is I'm a manifesting generator. Slay. I would be curious to know what yours is. What if I'm a generating manifester? There's only <laughs> Cuz it'd be the opposite. There's only There's only like 4 or 5. It's like oh. manifester, manifesting generator, a generator. A projector. So and there a is a manifestor generator. <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> generator manifestor. No generator manifestor. Just, just <laughs> moving on. Okay. I can't. So I don't know what that is, but now I'm really curious. Is no, like an you, online test. If you know what time you're born, you'll be able to do it. Which you should, because you know, know what time yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm born. We'll do it after the show for okay. sure. Yes. yes. We'll okay. figure out what you are. Um, yeah, I that's T. But I think as far as emotions go, yeah, because I'm a manifesting generator, and so I know for me, I have to wait. Mm-hmm. until like i should act on like feeling something but it should feel right and i should like wait and let there's you're supposed to let the emotional wave die down before you act yeah on what you're supposed to do yeah not at the peak there not at the peak exactly 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 so i'm wondering if you're similar to me in that sense with your design type mm, i would say like just for the way that you described it i would say yes yes because mm-hmm. i've always been that type of person it's like especially when it gets to that like that peak or that that fall, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It's like a really low one. Yeah. And it feels like you're literally like being suffocated by it. I'm like, I got to get out of here. And I, <laughs> and I like need to do something. But like oftentimes I wonder like, girl, just chill. Just chill. Just, just chill. Just chill. What number are you on? Mm, six. Oh, beautiful. About to okay, send great. the sixth one right yeah, now. Let's do it. Okay. So the sixth one is to take more risks. Um, I would love to tell myself, and I try to tell myself now, uh, you don't have to be perfect at everything in order to do it. I feel like that kind of goes off of the last one I said, too. Yes. But I was like, I have this thing of like, okay, well, oh, I didn't get it immediately. So I'm fuck it. And that is why I still don't know how to ride a bike. Damn, for real. Yeah, I still don't know how to ride a bike. And at this point, it's like, why would you? It's you know in Chicago a lot of people ride bikes I will say okay but, but let me, I don't want to let me tell you the tea if you can ride a bike you're not fucking special bikes yeah, are fuck not y'all bikes okay. are not that cool like they're not drive a car <laughs> walk <laughs> do anything take the subway take a bus before you ride the bike like, I'm not coming for bike riders but I do hate them when I'm driving yeah let me be clear on that however Real. I I didn't learn how to ride a bike till I was like 
four, 13, 14. I was very old. Dur- mm. Older, I guess. And even then, I fucking hate. Well, no, my dad was still here. There was one time I remember my dad took us on like a trail on the bike and I couldn't finish it. It was very difficult. I hated it. And my dad was like, what are you? Why? I walked the bike up at one point. He was like, what is wrong yeah. with you? I fucking hate this. It's tired. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's just too damn bad. Because, I yeah. So just to just to make you feel better, fuck riding bikes. No. Okay. So the, the trauma behind riding a bike. Not only did everyone that tried to teach me when I was younger give up on me because they were like, I just can't do this anymore. Not <laughs> they gave up on me. He did. My dad fully said that once. I was like, damn. But then this other time, bro, I was like, I think I. it was during the One Direction concert, like the Up All Night tour. So like the OG. And like for y'all who you don't know. You went to Up All Night? No, I didn't. And I'll tell you why. So what had happened was, was my dad, it was like, my dad was supposed to be going like out of, like he was like traveling like the next day or whatever. But he was like, okay, I'll tell you what. If you learn how to ride a bike today, then I'll take you to the One Direction concert. <gasps> so my little ass got up bright and early up on the hill in my neighborhood and would go up and down, up and down, up and down. So I can go like, just like keep going. And so I kind of did and I was able to do it. And he was like, okay, cool. I'm not taking you to the concert though. And he didn't take me because he was like, well, one, I guess the tickets were expensive. And he was like, well, I do have to travel the next day. So, yo, yo, what the fuck? Why didn't you check that before you made that deal with me? And I'm, I'm saying I was like, so was this a part of the deal? Along? He was like, no, I was going to take you. And I was like, I don't believe you're it. a hater for real. So oh, then I vowed to father. never <laughs> I vowed to never ride a bike again. And I haven't. That's valid, actually. Out of spite. Out of spite. <laughs> I would be this I'd be in the same damn boat. I missed up all night for that. I did go to the other two One Direction concerts afterwards, the ones mm-hmm. with five sauce, but yes. it just if only we were there. We yeah. Were, well there there was the one where was it what was it where we are? Where we ended up getting closer seats. There was yeah, there was like where we are. And then there was I went take, to Take Me Home. Yeah. We were in the nosebleeds for Take Me Home. But for where we are, we ended up pretty close because of Celine. Mm. Because of Celine, Celine like snuck us in to like the a section where there weren't that many people and we got seats that were empty essentially craziness because what empty seat in a one direction arena but man i was like oh they didn't show up yeah. i was convinced harry looked at me like that night at right. least three different times he saw me <laughs> he saw me no he did out of all those twenty thousand people he me saw me he saw me yeah that, that shit's crazy um that's tea <laughs> so I, yeah i think um this one's just a more general one, but um, hey, Kendall, little you, put more stock and value into your friendships. Mm-hmm. I've done that a lot more recently as, you know, once I hit my 20s, I think. But when I was younger, like, I had a lot of friends. I think I took that for granted. Honestly, how so? I think, like, it didn't hit me, like, how valuable those relationships were. I think that I was thinking about the things that I didn't have or like, um, especially when it came to romantic relationships, it was Mm -hmm. like, well, this person has a boyfriend. Why don't I have a boyfriend? But I had great friends when I was a kid and that to the point where I'm still friends with 90% of the people I was friends with as a child today. Like if we don't talk, it's because you screwed me over and that's just tea. But like I'm friends with literally everybody. Look at us. I know. It's like, unless you, like, literally do me wrong, like... Unless you do me so dirty. We are not friends. And even if you did do me dirty, I... Nine of that probably forgave you. I forgave you. 
you know what I'm saying? So, but like to me though, it's like, I wish I put more stock in those relationships or at least we're just like a little bit more grateful growing up because I think that would have bled in a little bit more into my adulthood and I would have a better understanding of how to foster those relationships as an adult versus like now I foster the relationships fine, but I think I'm constantly having to remind myself of like how to do that. Whereas like, I wish it was more of like a ingrained situation yeah. as a child, but like, yeah, just to remind yourself, you have friends, you have good friends. You should you do not need you a should man. care about them. Yeah, you don't Especially need a man. at that age too. Like, honestly, like fuck, girl. Like they are even worse than they're, you could think. They're evil, and I'll never forget because I literally I told the story last week with Anna. I told the story about um, Celine was actually the ver- the person to tell me about the FaceTime incident. If you listened to the episode last week with Anna, then you should you should go listen to the episode. If you did, you know what I'm talking about. Celine was the person who told who had to break it to me about the FaceTime incident. Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. Celine was a real one in school and I should have been more grateful yeah. when she told me the thing that two people very close to me at the time did not fucking tell me because they was trifling at that moment in time. All has been forgiven. It's actually rather hilarious when I tell the story. Because like who how the fuck did that happen? Moving on. But yeah, just like care about your friends yeah and 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 trust them when they tell you about men because they be they're not out to get you no oh, yeah that part actually that part it took me it took me two years yeah to think for, like, for oh well like you guys are just jealous no uh, no i see and that's crazy because i was fucking the man that was looked practically homeless and my friends were worried about me they were they were like kindle you can do better than this we hate him please mm. but they were they were so patient with me they were so patient with me and I'm shout out to y'all. Y'all know who you are. Really if y'all were down. friends with me in college, you know who I was fucking at. That was a nightmare. I really appreciate Apologies. you guys. Apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry for putting you through that. So yeah, I just like me yeah. with literally any and any and all any of, of the men. Yeah. Any yeah. And yeah. All the people. I don't they're know fucked them. up and evil. They are. And in my DMS anyway, moving on bad behavior. <laughs> okay. So the next one. Um, okay. On the topic of love mm-hmm. going back okay okay um uh, my number seven is you deserve to receive the love you have in your heart and give out to others i actually saw this mm-hmm. in an instagram post a few weeks ago and i saw it and immediately started crying um because i was like mm-hmm. damn i feel like yeah i i had so much love in my little heart and i didn't know where to put it and so i was just like trying to give it out to anyone who would, who would take, take it, it. Mm-hmm. but another quote i have this like the notes app in my phone y'all it's something else yeah i have one that's like these like a bunch of statements like really like good one-liners um which some of these did come from there Mm -hmm. um i have said it like in session with clients i've had my therapist say it to me i've read about it whatever they come from but one of them was that um was that and that like you like deserve the love that you have in your heart and that people especially like a partner doesn't give you the capacity to love they just give you a place to put it think on that for a second because a partner doesn't give you the capacity to love they give you a place to put it and as someone who loves to have imagination ships <laughs> 
I love to have relationships with people in my mind full people who we've never maybe even gone out more than two or three times I'm like you are my soulmate and I've planned our whole life together I know the name of our children and everything like that I used to do that all the time I love the idea of people I still do but like before it was like real bad real bad I feel like all the things that I struggle with now all obviously stem from when I was younger, right? Like, there's totally. nowhere else to, for it to come from. Totally. And so I like to go back and be like, you know, if I had known this earlier, maybe things would be different. But, like, I always felt like I had so much little love in my heart. And I was always looking for someone or somewhere that I could just throw it out to and mm-hmm. anyone could take it. But, like, to be loved by me is privileged. Absolutely. And I naturally love everyone. Mm-hmm. So like, cause I just have a lot of love. Like mm-hmm. I am the love that I want to embody mm-hmm. as is everyone else. And so like someone else can't give you, like they don't give you like, Oh, I've never felt this way about a person before. Like it's because like you have that feeling within you. Like you have all those good qualities and you're just like, not saying that like that person doesn't also have those qualities, but, like, your ability to connect with people is because of you. It's because of, like, you. You there. You have the ability to connect with someone because it's you who's doing the connection. You don't know how that person's feeling. That doesn't really fucking matter at the end of the day because if you feel something, then that's valid. So to say that, yeah, in- embrace a little love in your heart, but give it to yourself. You know that other people are going to get it. You don't have to, like, try to, like, seek and find someone to give it to like the right people will you just naturally give it and get it in return period i'm sorry i'm like still sitting on that that's like like whoa 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 that's like game changing actually to like know that information and it also like you know you've heard it like you aren't special until i made you special like yeah and i like definitely would hear that like Mm -hmm. before and i'm like that's so not true Mm. But it is like at the end of the day, it's like I have the you are just a vessel. Right. Wow. Like that's like that's actually like, oh, Jesus. It just like (laughs) makes me think on that, especially because I've been single for a long time, like a few years now. Mm -hmm. Um, When I used to be like always in like a little relationship, even though all those men are trash. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'd always be like, oh, like, when will someone love me? Like, what? And I still think that sometimes, like, I can't say that I'm, like, above and beyond all these things, because mm-hmm. I'm not. But, like, now I at least can, like, kind of talk myself down from that and be mm-hmm. like, no, queen. You do want to love someone very much because you you have all this love within you. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, it's not, like, someone else is going to give you that ability to, like, fall in love. Mm-hmm. Like, you have all that love within you already. Yeah. It's not just, like, because love is energy. And energy can't be created or destroyed. It's just mm. transferred or, like, you know, passed on from one thing to the next. And Wow. Yeah, so. That's so, a word. That's really good. That I feel like I just went to church. Jesus. Ooh, amen. I feel like I just got baptized on that one. Slay. To lighten the mood a bit. Um, baby, Kendall, why didn't you save any money in college? Ooh, <laughs> that's real. Where did that that's shit go? Real. I just, like. I, if what I were could, you doing? So, like, I am very privileged and blessed to be able to say this. I don't have debt from school. That's congratulations. Thank honestly. you very much. Thank you. Like, that so why didn't you of. use that to your advantage and put some money aside, you dumb, dumb, dumb bitch? And I can only say dumb bitch because I'm not talking to inner child. I'm talking to me from like maybe four years ago. Fuck you. 
why did you do that? Like you blew through like money that you would get for like anything and like, you know, FAFSA money. If I like got a return on like, uh, uh, like uh, a new phone, I'm going to go buy clothes. I'm going to do, you had a job throughout college. Where did that money go? So true. It probably paid for mozzarella sticks at the damn Arby's at four in the morning. Like, fuck you. Oh, yeah. Put your money in a damn savings account. You know you had one. I feel like I guarantee you I left college with maybe $200 in my savings account. Fuck you. Actually, you could have had a house. Like, you, you could have had a house. You could have bought a but house. you know, to your credit, they really don't teach us budgeting. No. Ever. Mm-mm. You just have to figure it out after you're fucked. No. So. And then they make you feel stupid. They're like, like, like what I'm doing to me. This? That's that's what I'm doing to me right now. I'm like, you're an idiot for not saving. And it's like, how did what I know? How was I supposed to know? Literally. How was I supposed to know? I wish I could go back and tell me, like, hey, girl, like, you're going to be really successful soon. Don't worry. However, comma, you would be really nice to just have some money just as, like, an extra little cushion between don't you want a house like you could have like you could even have half of your down payment by now if you just like put some shit aside mm-hmm. but i don't have that we're working it's okay money i claim money flows to money me. flows to me easily and effortlessly period i mean at the end of the my goal though this sounds crazy i know it does i want to save ten thousand dollars by the end of the year like that's my goal i'm putting it Fantastic. out in the universe i really want yeah. that I really want that. I'm already starting out with a good couple thousand in the little things. So it's like, you know what? Nice. Just a couple more to go. Just work your way up there. It's like, just save your money a little bit. Like, you don't have to buy everything. <laughs> you don't have to do that. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. I hope you do get that goal by the end of the year. Thank you. Year. And you know what? I don't need to defend myself, but I am because I know people, people love to like be mean to people who do have a set of privilege or whatever i only got my college paid for because my dad's life insurance policy paid for it because my dad's dead my dad had to die for me to not have debt in school so if before you come for me take your pick which one would you rather have Thanks. Dead or dad dead or dead dad like literally pick one dead or dad dead or dad pick one that's that that's why so yeah that, before you know, before what? anybody's like you fuck know, her that's actually she, got cool. very very fucking real that's yeah yeah Someone had to die. <laughs> Someone had to die for me to go to school for free. Yeah. Like. America. America. Uh, Wee. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I just, I love to defend myself. That's my, that's my inner child. That's my wound. Like, I'm like, I don't want people on the internet have coming for seen, me. Have you ever seen New Girl? Of course. Okay. So like, you remember that one episode where Nick would always go like, dead dad pass? Yes, of that's course. You that's right me now. all the time. All the time. Dead, dead dad, dad pass. pass. Don't fucking come for me period at the end of the day fuck at you at the end of the day at the end of the day fuck you <laughs> moving on uh, honestly at the end of the day fuck you should have been one of my 10 commands <laughs> on here because on it but you know what it, we'll they're adding that. it yeah we'll yeah yeah, yeah okay so now we're at number eight. Oh my god we're moving through we're moving okay through it. so um this one is a recent one that i've been trying to tell myself but i really do wish i could go back to then i could have saved myself a lot of uh unnecessary explanations but What's understood doesn't have to be explained, but you don't always need to be understood to be valid. Mm. So my ass, right, <laughs> would always be like, um, I like I need to articulate myself. Yeah, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And so like I would just keep going, and sometimes like I just be like talking, and I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch even saying right yeah, now? Yeah. And so like I just keep going, whatever. And I always felt like, especially when it came to like my emotions or just things that happened to me, I always needed to like, like to to be understood, like where I was coming from or like what I was doing, so then people knew like 
what my mentality was. But mm-hmm. like, honestly, I learned people really don't give a fuck. No, they don't they're too care busy on what they're thinking and they're mm-hmm, doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like, you don't always have to like explain everything that's happening and people don't have to understand you for you to be like legit. Like you don't, yeah yeah you don't have like someone can very much like not understand where you're coming from for you to still be coming from there you know what i mean yes no totally like your feelings are valid type shit like yeah your feelings are valid and your thoughts are valid and all that shit is valid you just don't always have to talk about it no for real for like real. learn the balance which is funny because earlier i was saying like feel the feel your talk feelings about him but like learn that balance yeah but yeah, learn yeah. the balance because so, yeah. you don't owe everybody an explanation for shit sometimes no. you just do things or say things and it's like Look, if your feelings aren't hurt and nobody died, you don't need to know what the fuck I was thinking when I did this. Like, it's mm-hmm. not your business. Yeah. And always thinking of like, oh, well, how are other people going to think and feel that people pleasing oh, mentality, girl? Oh, man, that Choke is me. Cold. Well, that that's me, too, especially now that I've done like I'm on a, like a public public platform and things like that. I get very, very like in my head about saying certain things or doing certain things. Yeah, literally, y'all saw it literally less than five minutes ago. Like, oh, like I can't have people like being mean to me because of, or I can't have people thinking I take it for granted that I didn't go to, you know, I went to school for like, ah, da, da, da. but it's like at the end of the day, they don't know your life, they don't know your story, and they're only gonna get so much in a fucking hour episode. True, and people are only gonna hear what they want to hear. Yes, absolutely. There are gonna you be know? some people who are just gonna take the clip and run with it before they get the explanation. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, like I, that has come to my mind a lot, especially being in like with the content creation space too, and and just like social media and how people take what they want and just go with it versus like, you know, but at the end of the day, you don't have to explain yourself. That's tea. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that too. Like in the sense of like in my profession as well, like Mm -hmm. always like watching what I say or what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like feeling like I have to be a certain type of person or whatever, but like, I think being real is what makes like our content more like palpable. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like people want to like engage with it because it's not that serious. (laughs) <laughs> the logo add here right <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah that's good I'll, I'll i'll this is my last one okay what i'm about to say is going to slightly contradict what i had to say earlier but i told you i was gonna circle back to it now earlier i said you're pretty you're not just pretty for a black girl absolutely totally agree with that statement mm-hmm. kindle however you know you're doing yourself a disservice when you don't brush your hair in the morning you know you're doing yourself a disservice when you don't just put a little bit of mascara on like you know what i'm saying C- Pull yourself together. Like, girl, there'll be like pictures I'll look back on in high school and be like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, you look rough and you shouldn't. You know what I mean? You shouldn't. No, literally that. And that's not me being mean, but it's just like, girl, you'd probably feel a little bit better too about your appearance if you just put a little bit of effort into it. And recently, I started caring a lot more about like what clothes I have on and like not even what clothes I have on from the standpoint of like, who I'm wearing or whatever, but just like feeling good in my outfit. I like this outfit today. I like my little cargo pants. These are cool. Mm-hmm. And I very didn't pay Y2K. It. Thank you very much. I just didn't pay attention to shit like that in school, but I wanted to feel that way. Yeah. And I didn't, I guess I didn't recognize or register that in order to feel that way, I had to put in a little bit of effort. So I'd wake up every morning and be like, I'm so fucking ugly. Like, I hate this. And it's like, well, girl, that's because like you didn't put a barrette in your hair. You know, you just rolled out and went. Put some damn gel in. Like, she said, how about I better turn my swag on, <laughs> look in the mirror and say, what's, what's up? up? And I'm out. Yeah, I just wish but I like, Maybe like stay by the mirror say, what's up? What's up with it? What's like, up? How Do can you we... need a bobby pin? You know. Should we use a whitening strip? Like just <laughs> something. 
a little bit something, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I genuinely wish I could go back and tell myself, take that damn clip out of the side of your head. Because <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> I used to always wear, I used to always part my hair this to the beret, side. This bro. And it was like I had some baby hairs that would like come out like oh on the side. God. And so I would take like this, like some random ass, like Claire's ass clip. And it would have like a little floof on it, like a little flower. And I would put it right there and it'd be like, it was your staple. It was, was my so statement. Kind. One thing about <laughs> little Selena is that she had, she had like a she theme, a like she had a staple. She had a theme. There she was like a, a consistency to Selena. A statement, like a statement accessory is always followed. Oh, I'll me. never forget your owl necklace because I got one <gasps> just like yours. <sighs> I heard that the owl necklace. You also had there. a ring. You had an owl I did. ring. I had so many owl accessories. It was like a joke at that point. Like everyone would just be like, I'm going to get this bitch some owls. I said maybe I liked owls once and everyone just ran with it. That's what happened with my mom too, especially when I told her I was going to KSU. She was like, hootie hoo, bitch. I was like, whoa, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Back it up. Back. <laughs> Reel it back in. Okay, so the ninth one is to trust your intuition. It's there to protect you. T. Like, I think it's just like a, a, a general, like, feminine thing. That yes. Like, you just always have these strong yes. intuitions, especially when you're a kid. Because, like, childhood is you such a magical time. Mm -hmm. There's There hasn't been so many filters put on you yet by, like, your experiences in the world and all this other shit. So, like, all of those feelings that those deja vu moments even, like, those come so much clearer. But, like, as kids, like, we're so discouraged to, like, investigate them. Yeah. Because of, like, you know people's views on spirituality and just like creativity and children I don't yeah know. it's crazy but like now i'm like oh my god my intuition is like literally like my right hand girl it's strong although yeah. she is clouded with anxiety a lot and so i wish i could go back and be like no like listen to that intuition more so you know how to harness it mm -hmm. but i mean you know she like she's still doing well for herself now this intuition you, do you use or do you do you do you ever get those intuition tests on tiktok yes bitch and i usually get them right and i'm like i am psychic i'm a witch i'm cr yes i literally like, lost my which, mind like which rock is underneath this and yes I'm and like, i was like it's that one. Yes. <laughs> there was one that got me the other day though. I was like, no, 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 like I am I am God. Like it lost my mind because it was a color and a number on the back of a card. Ooh. And I said, it's a green four. Like it was a first thing that came up. It was like yes. green four. And I was like, maybe it's seven. I was like, no, 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 it's green four. She turned that bitch around. It was green four. I was like, yo, shut up. Yo, like pack it yo, up. Like pack literally. It up. Call me that so Raven, cause no seriously, shit, I'm seeing into the future, bitch. That shit, yeah, that shit was very serious. <laughs> very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely trust that intuition, girl. Yeah, all my girls out there, they know. Yeah, and my boys, and my days, and anybody else in absolutely, between, absolutely. you know, trust your trust your gut. So it's literally like your spirit guides coming and talking to you, Periana. Okay, so my last one. Last one. My last Take one. us home. Take us home. <clears throat> Before we read um, listener submissions. <laughs> <laughs> so my last one is Little Celine. Girl, it's not that serious. Wow. It really is not that serious. Anything and everything and life and whatever situation you think that you're in, whatever friendship is falling out, whatever man doesn't want you. Mm -hmm. No, whatever boy doesn't want you. Period. Whatever thing doesn't work out, if you get a bad grade, any of that shit, it's not that serious. Yes, it is not going to the change. The serious shit will come on later. Uh -huh. Enjoy the simplicity that is childhood. Because yeah. for the most part, I did have a good childhood. That's there good. were some things that like were very traumatizing, oh, but I wouldn't say I had a traumatizing childhood. You know what I mean? That's very good. I, 
Yeah, yeah. And it's funny enough too, because like obviously I lost my dad at a pretty young age, fourteen. But you still have a you have a you have a a childhood before like adolescence. Is that technically adolescence? That's adolescence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like late adolescence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, if I look back on that, like even my losing my father, very traumatic event, right? I still Mm -hmm. can overall be like, you know, it wasn't half bad. (laughs) Like the whole thing, like wasn't half bad. And I would say the same thing to myself too, like girl calm down it's not that serious and that's probably what inspired the show at the end of the day honest to god what inspired the show was me writing down over 200 different names for this podcast and then having an outburst an emotional outburst and going it is literally not that serious and i went <gasps> that's the one so just in yeah, case you needed to that. know what the tea was there it's not that serious it's never that serious yeah love that yeah what a great little ending to the my 10 commandments well i know that there are definitely i wonder if anybody said anything similar because we do have listener write-ins um only a few so i'll just read them out um to wrap us up here let's see what we got i asked you guys things you tell your younger self from advice to life lessons whatever yes yes Um, yes let's hear it what do the people have to say first thing starting off strong actually the question was what would you tell little you Mm. they said that it may not get better but you do Oh, that's good. That's really true. That's a word. That's really true. Um, This one says to focus more on being a kid and less on the adults around her acting like kids. Well, let's talk about that one. Well, actually, (laughs) yeah, that is T. This one said, oh, my gosh, I thought it said DM, please. It says don't ever dim yourself for anyone like dim your light. Don't ever DM anyone. (laughs) I was like for yourself. I was like, huh? Yeah, T, don't dim yourself. Don't dim your light, queen. But very much true. Oh, God, I dated so many people who would do that. Yeah. Every single person I've ever dated has always been like the type of person that's like got intimidated by being like a strong, bold person mm-hmm. as I am with my Leo rising. Like it's like, like what can you what can you do? I mean, like, I'm sorry. I can't star. help it. I'm a star. <laughs> I'm a star. So and and like it would always make me feel like I had to like lessen myself. Mm-hmm. So that really that res- that really resonates. That resonates. Yeah. Period. And now I shine bright like a diamond, bitch. Uh, Come on, Rihanna. Um, This one says, I need little me to know that everything is going to be okay. And even in times where it feels like it's not and it's the end of the world, trust that it'll all be okay. And I want to tell her, you'll grow up to be just as lovely and successful and beautiful as all the people you admire throughout your life. You're capable of that. Stop letting miserable people convince you you're not. And finally, little me. Please understand you do not have to accept mistreatment from anybody, not your parents, not your teachers, not your friends or boyfriend or girlfriend or anyone. You are powerful. I mean, really powerful. You know what you deserve. So act like it. Everything else will fall into place. Beautiful. They wrote a letter, bitch. Bitch, they wrote a letter. I, I hope that was like to the person who sent that in. If you're watching, mm-hmm. I really hope that was cathartic. I hope for you. it was cathartic too. And I, I hope that it like, sounded like it was. It sounded like you really wrote like a letter very much directly to your inner child, which so. we love that for you. We love now the world hears. So true. Yeah, that's good stuff. Aww. This one says, um, "Learn how to do things for yourself." Same, though, because I should have learned how to cook. You know, fuck myself over on that one. <laughs> I only learned how to cook um, when I was in college because my mom never let me. My mom never even let me use a stove until I was in college. Because what? I, no. My mom was a very anxious woman when we were growing up. I think one time because mm-hmm. when I was in, like in like fifth grade or sixth grade or something, I accidentally like burnt mac and cheese in the microwave, and she thought I would like burn the house down and like kill everyone. So like she never let me use like cook anything or use the stove. 
Wow. We also never used the dishwasher growing up, so I only used it to use dishwasher when I was a sophomore in college. That seems to, that's a very common experience I find, especially with cultural backgrounds. Yeah, that's okay. That one's definitely a cultural thing too. I but like the cooking too. thing, yeah, my mom didn't let me do shite for myself. Like wow. in that regards. But then would also but then again had me like scrubbing the bathroom floor at the age of eight. Well so let us not don't get me started, please. Do not get so me started. Did I learn how to clean a toilet? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Did I know how to make pasta? No. Damn. Did not know. Damn. <laughs> it was like not until I was a teenager that I learned how to like even fucking boil water to make pasta. That's who it's taught you? Who taught you? Sophia Jones. Shout out Sophia. Aww. Love you, bestie. She did make fun of me though. <laughs> <laughs> understandable i would have made fun of me too that's that's pretty bad she did make fun of me though she was like you don't know, know how, how to boil water no and she was, was like she was run amok let astray that i woman. did I know not know how to use a stove bless her but we know now and i'm a great cook so love that for you Any, anyone can cook anyone can cook yeah i'm still learning so tea. <laughs> um this one says brush your damn hair child absolutely <laughs> brush your fucking hair this one says <laughs> Stop using lipstick as eyeshadow, especially the mint <laughs> lipstick. Now, who told you to do that? What is this, 1982? Who told you to do that? Who's rocking with the lime green or like the the bright mint? That shit probably hurt too. Also, wait, mint lipstick? Mint lips? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What brand are you using? Quickly. No, that reminds me of the meme of the grandpa that ate paint. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, with his like blue ass lips yes yeah that's what th that that's you that's <laughs> watching at home <laughs> that's you watching at home that's your game for their whole life <laughs> oh my god this one says i fear uh, don't be afraid to try new things even if you won't be good at them at first still literally this one. Mm -hmm. so so true bestie so true, so bestie. true bestie this one says enjoy the time you have as a family because when everyone's older you miss them oh Honestly, true. That's honestly sweet. true. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. It's so weird because, like, you know, I live on the other side of the country now. Yeah. Live all the way up in the Midwest. And it's an hour time behind. You're like, so there's even a time difference. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just an hour, but still. That's enough. It's, yeah. like, very surreal when I come home and it's, like, I love y'all. I'm glad that I don't live here anymore and I have some space. Yeah. But, like, when I'm gone, I, you really do feel that space. Like when they're, when like everyone's, you know, doing their own thing and grown up and stuff. Like you really do learn to value the little bit of family tradition that you had. Yeah. Just in doses. Absolutely. The heavy. Like when I ever moved doses. back to Atlanta. Fuck. Not no. unless y'all get a public transit system. Fuck no, baby. But yeah. like, mm, no, I'm glad I moved away, but I definitely can resonate with that. Yeah, I do. I do cherish the time where the, all of us are together again because it is very limited when you grow up. That's tea. Very good. Yeah. Please don't let people stop you from being great. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks of you. Do what makes you happy. So true. Um, this one says other people around you are also going through their own mental health struggles. If you want people to check in on you and be friends with you, you need to check on in on them, too. Mm. True. True. I will add on to that, though, and say that um, to not expect people to be there for you in the way that you're there for them. Absolutely. You have to communicate that. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would 100 percent agree because I often do that. I'm just like, why is someone not me like 
I'm amazing. Like, why can't I have another version of me to be my friend or to take care of me or whatever? Mm -hmm. It's because I don't communicate that, like what I need and I want from other people. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, why don't you read my mind? I read your mind. I literally am able to do that for you. Yeah, Yeah. But it's like, you know, not everyone can do that because people are very self-focused. A hundred percent. They're in their own bubbles. You got to talk to them about it. But yeah, very true. true. It's true. Very true. This one says control what you can control and you cannot control these girls. Hey, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) you cannot control these girls i mean like period i guess period and the last one of course says that it's not that serious it's really not so beautiful way to end actually yeah um yep well thanks for coming on the show thank you for having me anytime literally um if you like this episode make sure that you share it with your friends and have a nice little cathartic moment together um and then of course if you like this video make sure you give it a thumbs up and please go rate uh, this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It means a lot to me. And leave a yes. review because I will read it. Um, I'm w- I want to start doing like reviews of the week or something. Maybe it'll we'll incentivize you people to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll incentivize you people to leave one. Um, and then yeah, obviously share this podcast because you know out of all the little things that I could tell my younger self and we've mentioned it before Mm -hmm. I would absolutely have to go back and make this the overall theme it's not Not that that serious serious. (laughs) all right everybody see you later bye y'all have a good week see you next week